Leaders, welcome to the Health Lead Her podcast. I'm your host, Ogo Akwame, aka Coach Ogo. And this is a go-to podcast for multicultural women in health looking to grow and scale their health businesses and careers while improving their own health and building limitless wealth for themselves and their family. Are you frustrated with our current health system and wish there was a way you could do more for your community while making more in your business or career? Or maybe you're mission and vision driven, but you can't seem to figure out a consistent way to make enough money while fulfilling your dreams to improve health disparities without having to work multiple jobs, working endless hours. Well, if this is you, you're in the right place. Press play and let's dive into today's episode. The Healthy Heart Podcast is sponsored by the Health Contract Bootcamp. So today we're going to dive into a topic that I just, it, it's near and dear to my heart because I really, really, really want to open the minds of women in health and health professionals who have businesses where you are on a mission to transform the health of your communities and make global level impact. So if you haven't heard my story, let me just start off telling you where my humble beginnings began. So for a long time, for as long as I I can think of, I have always been told, be a doctor, be a doctor, be a doctor. Like being a doctor is the highest achievement anyone could ever achieve in their life. Literally, I was on that path. And many of us have the same story. We're on the path. We're going to medical school. We're in pre-med courses. We're in high school taking AP classes and baccalaureate classes and all of this to line us up to be pre-med in college. We're pre-med through college. We're getting a biology major, a health major, some kind of health science-focused major. While we're doing all of that, we are interning and taking these jobs like scribes because we want to build our clinical experience. And all of this is to do what? To acclimate to becoming this clinician, this doctor, this highly revered position. And then everyone will be proud of us. And then everyone will give us a pat on the back and say, you have done well. In my background, my culture, uh, we say, which means you have done well. And that's what I was working towards. And even after graduating um, and going through all the pitfalls I went through in, um, in undergrad, there was this deep sinking feeling in my chest and in my gut like, This route is not my route, but how can I give up a route that my entire identity has been built around? It sounded implausible for me to let it go. Like I could not think of myself and my life trajectory without thinking about being a doctor. That's how ingrained it was in me. But it didn't work out for me. As for many of us, It didn't work out the way we thought it would work out, but it works out and will always work out the way we need it to work out. I didn't become a doctor. I went into health management. I started climbing the corporate health ladder, is what we call it, because I told myself I'm going to own hospitals. I'm going to open clinics. I'm going to do all this great work, and I'll be revered that way, still looking for, you know, praises of other people. But in my journey, I realized one fundamental thing is that I will never fulfill my life's purpose seeking to be what other people need me to be 
instead of focusing on what I need myself to be and what God needs me to be. And I'm grateful that I've been able to walk this path, this unconventional path, because it has opened doors for me. Doors that I never even thought possible. And doors that even my relatives and parents and people who pushed me down the clinical route never even realized was was available. And that's the government health contractor route. And now that I'm in this position as a government health contractor, and I can hold that title boldly, everyone looks at me and they're revering me, but not because I'm this clinician or whatever it is that they thought they wanted me to be. They're, they're literally admiring me for being gutsy, for taking the opportunity to do what they could not do, for going against the wave, going against the pressures. And I'm proud of myself for doing that. I am. And I'm using this podcast and all of the lessons that you're going to get through this podcast as a means of ingraining that boldness into you as well. You are going to accomplish great things, and it starts with being bold and unrelenting about your mission. So now that we've gotten that out of the way, let's talk more about government health contracting. Let's talk about what that is. Why that title, to me, is the highest title you could ever have in the healthcare space. Government health contracting, in a short, succinct summary, is... You are the preferred advisor. You as a person, you as a professional in your business are the preferred advisor to the government. The government has decided that they want to work with you. They want you to advise them. They want you to help build their programming. They want you to help structure their health policies. So you're not just working on a one-to-one level with a patient or maybe on a one to 20 level in a clinic, you're working with the entity that sets the rules, that sets the policies, that sets the parameters for how care is delivered, that decides who gets a license and who doesn't get a license. Do you know how powerful that is? To sit in the boardroom with directors, officers, government officials, and they are telling you, here are the problems in our system guide us through. That is a powerful position to be in, and every health professional that is listening to this podcast needs to be working towards that. I don't care what you're doing. I don't care what profession you're coming from, what discipline of health you're working out of. I don't care what your business is in, in the health space. You need to be working towards becoming a government health contractor because that is the highest position that's going to allow you to make transformative change for your community. So now I want you to think about a set of dominoes. Let's think about it. Set of dominoes, and if you're a kid, you probably play dominoes all the time. I I remember playing dominoes all the time. And even as an adult, I go on Facebook and I won't even lie, I sit there and I watch domino videos because I love to see that chain reaction happen. They set thousands of dominoes up in very strategic patterns and you release that one domino and it just sets off this reaction. And in all of this chaos, as all of these dominoes start falling, 
faster and faster and faster, creating all this noise and this chaos because it's a mess after all the dominoes fall down. But when they fall down, it unveils something beautiful and powerful. There's this hidden image in the dominoes. I want you to imagine that our healthcare system is a set of dominoes. Every person that's getting health through some structured system here in the United States, in the UK, in other countries like Africa, China, India, wherever, there's a system of care that exists and everyone is receiving care through that system. The government entity has placed all the dominoes of the system together. But here's what happens when we have health disparities. Those dominoes aren't linked in a manner that creates a greater and better outcome for all the individual pieces. So they're all just standing there wondering, how do we get better? How do we improve? How do we get this system to work? How do we create this chain reaction that's going to unveil optimal health for every person in the system? And so governments, and I'm going to always focus on the U.S. government because um, that's, you know, where my home away from home is. And that's where I've really grounded my thesis around health transformation. But every government, including the U.S., is looking at how do we set off this chain reaction? Optimal health outcomes is the end goal. We want our citizens to be healthy. But how do we set off that chain reaction? We need that chain reaction to create health for our communities. And so what they do is they look for that starter domino piece. What's that starter domino piece? That starter domino piece is sometimes programming, sometimes policy, sometimes it's regulation, sometimes it's other things. But what ends up happening that creates an issue is that our governments don't know where to place that starter piece. They're setting it 30 feet ahead of all the other dominoes, or they're setting it 10 feet ahead, or they're setting it 50 feet ahead. But if you knock off that first domino and it's not close enough to the rest of the dominoes to set off that chain reaction, then it doesn't do anything. The system doesn't change. There's no chain reaction. There's no transformation. We as government health contractors and you as aspiring government health contractors who are going to become government health contractors, you become that starter piece that the government places exactly where you tell them to place you in your programs and your services. And when they allow you to do what you do, when you win those contracts, your piece tips over and it sets off that chain reaction. And then literally the entire system, all the domino pieces fall over and it creates something beautiful. It creates that optimal health that the government's been seeking. And when you want to be a change maker, you want to be able to sit in that position, that startup piece that sets off that chain reaction. And that's what government health contracting allows you to do. And that's why all of us should be aspiring to sit in that position. Not just to have a clinic in your community, not just to have some wellness services, 
yes, you're able to do good things with those those businesses and those ideas. And this is no cr- discredit to anyone. I love what everyone is doing. I love to hear about the ideas. I love to hear about what you have going on. But I need you to aspire for more. I need you to know that you are capable of doing more. I need you to know that your position as a multicultural health professional, especially my ladies, my Black women, my Hispanic women, who are working in healthcare, my Asian women, my Indian women, you're working in healthcare, and you know in the back of your mind, oh, this system's not working for us. I have to create better. I want to create better. And you step out because you want to improve it. I need you to take yourself to the position where you can set off a chain reaction that's going to be felt both in your local community and across the national community and ripple into the global community. Hey, I know this episode is so juicy and you can't wait to get back. But I wanted to stop by and let you know that if you own your own health business and you're a high-level health professional, but you're struggling to make consistent revenue, then I've got a better, more proven way where you can make the money you want to make while achieving the impact you know deep down inside you can have. You got the business started and achieved a lot in your professional career, but now it feels like you're barely making it and you urgently want to find a more effective way to make more money while improving the health of your community. Now, what if I told you that I can teach you how to go from barely making it to going after six and seven figure health contracts in less than 30 days? Yes, you heard me right. The Health Contract Bootcamp is where high level and motivated health professional women come together live for four weeks and we dig deep into how to build a powerful health business that the government wants to throw hundreds of thousands and even millions of dollars at. I'll be teaching you step-by-step my winning formula for going after government health contracts. Now, these are the same strategies that I have used to win over half a million in contracts in less than 90 days. Not to mention, these contracts have allowed me to influence government officials directly and transform programs and policies around health disparities. I guarantee that you'll have everything you need to go after your first health contract in less than four weeks with our dedicated team helping you all along the way. So make sure you stay till the end of the episode for a one-time special offer from us. Now back to the show. So I hope this episode was inspiring. I hope I gave you some things to really digest and chew on. Number one, we talked about being bold enough to take an unconventional path. I know the traditional way of building health businesses is, you know, patient by patient, client by client, direct to consumer, direct to the patient, direct to the patient's family. We're all used to that traditional way of building our health businesses, but we have to be unconventional if we want to have unconventional results and and transform the system truly, truly. Secondly, we learned about what government health contracting is and how we as health professionals are actually positioned to be government health contractors. And we need to aspire to be that. Third, we talked about the domino effect and how government health contracting positions us to have the most transformative impact across our communities. And as mission and vision-driven health professionals and business owners, that's what we should be aspiring to achieve with whatever we are putting our hands at. 
whatever we are taking our time and committing ourselves to. We need to be aspiring for the highest level of impact possible. And with that being said, I want to invite every single one of you to take on and to go after and actually get government health contracting endorsements. My team and I, let me let me be honest with you. When we first got into the government health contracting world, we sucked at it. We sucked. A lot of information, a lot of things that you got to figure out, a lot of all this, a lot of stuff. I took classes, I did all these things, and nothing helped me because healthcare is so complex. But once we figured out that there is an endorsement process that you can use to literally bypass the struggles that all other companies go through when they want to get in the government health contracting space. And it literally opens doors to contracting opportunities that 99% of your competitors can't access. Oh, it was a done deal. Soon as we got into the endorsement world and we figured out how to use government health endorsement to win more contracts, we went from barely making money to doing over half a million in 90 days. Literally. And we have students literally winning contracts within 30 days because of that same endorsement process. And we are able to endorse you. So I want to, I want to invite you to get endorsed, to become part of our coalition, to learn more about this space, to literally use the knowledge that we have gained to build and expand your business and your career through government health contracting so that you can actually achieve that monumental impact that you're working towards and build that wealth that you're seeking. If you go to governmenthealthcontractor.com, you'll find out more information about what it means to be endorsed as a government health contractor, and you can register for our wait list. It's an exclusive program that we only take a few people a month to be part of this program. But the benefits, the benefits are monumental. And the impact you're going to be able to have in your community and globally, honestly, is priceless. So if you enjoyed this episode, I definitely want you to like, share, subscribe, download this podcast episode if you're listening, share it, and just don't forget to go get registered for our wait list so that you can have the opportunity first to be endorsed to be a government health contractor and access these opportunities faster than any other company and tap into opportunities that 99% of your competitors can't touch. All right, well, this was an amazing episode. I'm super thrilled for what we're going to be able to really drive and dive into with this season. We're going to get into a lot of things, a lot of different things. We're going to really, really drop the T when it comes to healthcare, government health contracting, being a business owner, being a woman in the health profession, being a multicultural woman in the health profession, building something bigger than ourselves. This is going to be great. 
And I want to thank every single one of you that's joining us on this journey. We'll see you in the next episode. Well, leaders, that's it for today's episode. I want to thank you all so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed this show, connect with me on Instagram at healthleadher, or you can follow me directly at Coach Ogo on IG or Ogo Akwenme on LinkedIn. And I'd be so honored if you go ahead and hit that subscribe button and leave me a review. Until next time.